0: Hello, podcast listeners. You're listening to another episode of The Long Journey Home, hosted by Corbin Johnson. It is the beginning of regional season. In fact, week three, I believe, just ended. Week two or three, I'm not sure. Our Illinois group has just returned from a trip to Michigan to face down some of the best 2 players in the game. Uh, Al Schaefer won that tour Michigan regional with a Klingon deck. Now as I've said in this show before, this show really isn't a place for tournament reports or analysis of tournaments but just kind of setting the stage here, our next our regional, our local regional at CODCon is going to be taking place this Saturday That's April 20th, and then our 1st Edition will take place after that. So, I'm not worried about our 1st Edition Regional, I'll be running that. It's a Voyager Warp Speed, Jesus, Uh, I'm listening to directions uh, from my phone, which I'm recording onto at the same time, it was very loud, excuse me. So, I'm not worried about the 1st Edition Regional, it's a sealed deck, it's Warp Speed, it's Voyager, And pretty much whatever cards you draw will probably determine who wins. There will be some skill to it, but Warp Speed pretty much takes care of most of the finicky, weird rules that new players at 1E don't really understand that well about sealed decks. So anyway, so my question, my existential question that I'm debating right now for 2E regionals is what deck to take. Now, as you've probably heard, I'm enamored and fascinated by, by Relativity. And Relativity is fantastic. There's uh, a lot of good things going for it. it. The first time I played them in a tournament, though, I lost every single game I played. And it could be just the deck I was playing. It could be that I was inexperienced and wasn't ready, and there was too many cards, and people brought the right counters for it. But... I've since discovered a better relativity deck. It has performed very well at all of the tournaments that it's performed at. And I think it's only been at two. I should check to see if it's been run at any more. It's a very it's a very small deck, 36 cards, and it ex- goes for uh, low cunning missions that require science and physics. I forget who the author of the deck is, but it's called uh, Relativity Physics Style, I believe. So, I've played it in every multi... I think almost every multiplayer game I've played it in, it's lost. But every every game I've played against only one person, it won. So, I think almost every one of them. I feel like I've come to understand the deck really well. And that it will perform... I feel it will perform well, but will it win? I don't know. It's one tournaments, but people will be playing with Ducat, and people will be playing with uh, graph plat- plates, and all that goodies, and if they do it right, they can lock down temporal Transporters, but Relativity doesn't have to use temporal Transporters. I've learned that. I've learned that Relativity can still play really well. Without temple transporters, basically because if you're playing mostly future guys or all future guys, it's just a hard staff. To, it's a hardship to staff, but most of those guys are pretty skill dense. Have most of them have cutting a six, some of them have seven. Data has ten. It's they they're sitting at a mission getting the ship out is pretty awesome. The temporal transporter is, is, I guess, gravy, at least in this deck, to get back people who died. But yeah, the ship is zero cost, if that's worth anything, if that means that it's a little bit easier to play. If you've got uh... Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really sure what relativity brings to the table when temporal transporters isn't in the deck. Isn't it, it's in the deck? There's two copies. There's three copies of it. But what does relativity offer that any other affiliation offers, or that any other affiliation doesn't offer, other than temporal transporters? I don't really have a good answer for that. They've got they've got a lot of future guys, so you've got hindrance. They've got Tampering with Time, the deck uses Tampering with Time, I'm a little hesitant about that though. That is easily nerfable, it can be discarded easily using, you know, draft plate or whatever. Uh, But it is also uh, susceptible to Alvera, so. I'm assuming most players aren't going to be playing with more than one copy of Alvera, so they'll get it out eventually, maybe I can use Tampering with Time once. Is that enough? Maybe. Maybe that's good enough. Maybe that little linchpin is just enough to make this deck super awesome. So, I've played with it a few times. I feel good with it. Is that is that good enough? Am I going to win the regional? I want to win the regional, right? I think that's what everyone wants to do. But, no, no one has tried relativity at a regional yet. I think it's because everyone wants to win, um, and relativity is unproven. So... If I'm going to play Relativity, that's the deck to play, but I just saw a fascinating deck that Matt Kirk posted that he took from Tyler Falls. that is a DS9 unstopped deck. I guess most of the guys can't get stopped by Dilemmas, and I can tell you right now, the most popular Dilemma Piles I'm seeing are stopping Dilemma Piles, so if decks aren't ready for this kind of a deck... if. Def- if dilemma piles aren't ready to face a deck like this. You could easily walk through. Is this a meta call? Am I supposed to understand my meta well enough to go, hey, most people use stop dilemmas, and I can just walk through them, so that's it. Or are people going to be bringing kill piles? I think the series... Someone is doing a series on the blogs. I can't remember his name, I apologize. And he has been... I think one thing he said is that kill piles haven't made a very big presence in the regional scene yet. So I, I'm eager to maybe rip off this deck and bring it to the regional and win that way. Is that the problem? Is I just saw the deck today and the regional is in two days. So I can build it. That's not a problem. We can build the deck in about 45 minutes. But. I can play it against a fishbowl. That's great, too, right? I can learn the ins and outs, the tricks, hopefully. But I won't have any time to play it against real people. Or if I do, it'll be against one or two people, maybe. Is that good enough? I don't... I. So the question is, do I go with a deck that has been proven to work in non-regional tournaments? The regional... The relativity deck that I've played several times and feel very comfortable with. Or do I go with this perhaps more powerful deck that I've never played before don't really understand at all and try to learn it as quick as I can take it to the regional and hope to do my best <laughs> this is this is the existential question of CCGs of Star Trek of games of where you of skill where you prepare for them beforehand any athlete, They will prepare, uh, even certain pitchers in baseball have certain pitches that they are accustomed to are used to. And we expect them to use those pitches and not do something like a screwball. You know, my favorite team is the Giants, Tim Linski's not going to throw a screwball, he's going to throw a really weird fastball. Yeah, and he's going to do that most of the time. He he has a curveball. He has he has a couple other pitches, but those are his go-to pitches. Uh, I've and I've got relativity, and that's what I want to go with. It's my curveball. It's my it's my deck. This is what I'm comfortable with. So if Timmy throws a screwball. Am I supposed to be able to use this random DS9 Bajoran deck that I just found out about the other day? Wisdom, I think, uh, wisdom, yeah, right. Like, I have any wisdom. I'm 26 years old, and I don't know crap about anything. At least, I know, I know enough about things. And I've been playing Star Trek for 12 years, but I've only been playing TUI for two years. Am I a fool to think I can win a regional with a deck I've never played before? What an amazing story, right? I go I come back, I write the tournament report. Oh, by the way, I never played this deck before and I won and this is the first not only would it be my first regional win, it would be my first second edition tournament win ever. So <laughs> I don't know. I I will look Let's look at last year's regional. I brought a deck I was comfortable with. It was a deck that I more or less built on my own, which I'm very proud of. And I'm proud that I was able to build the deck from just some ideas I had floating around in my head. Let me go through the deck. It was a Deep Space Nine, DS9 Earth deck that uh, used high cunning guys and, and uh, Energize to play these high cost, high cunning guys like Data and Lore. and um, I think there was a Dax. I think it might have had Esri Dax in it to use for her awesome ability. And just a wharf, the 4-cost wharf who gives everyone plus 1 at a 40-point mission. It's a 2-mission win deck. And you go to... I think you hop on you hop on either the 7-cost Defiant that prevents your opponent from attacking you, or you hop on an Excelsior or the Kelpo. I think of the Kelpo and the Excelsior are my go-to ships in there, cheap ships. You go to the Delta Quadrant, you do the mission where you destroy the Transwarp Pub, And then I tweaked the skills so that I had just the right skills. Lots of, it was a, it would do that mission and then go and do Restore Errant Moon. So it was Astrophysics Engineer and then whatever skills were on that mission. So it's a seven, eight skill deck. Eh, It's not bad. I know, is it uh, Lore on the message boards? I was listening to him on, he was on OK Coyote's show, on, on Daniel Madison's show. He said that you, you should have a deck that revolves around six skills at, at, at best. So, you know, I'd never heard that advice before until two days ago. And if I'd known that, maybe this deck is probably not a great deck. And I think the Relativity deck is, you know, an eight-skill deck as well. So anyway, uh, beside the point, two-mission win deck. The secret sauce of the deck, which was pretty cool, was after you solve the Delza Quadrant deck, you use the interrupt from reflections that moves you from that mission to any other mission in the game. I think it has to be your mission. Not a big deal. So, I'll be out of range, you know, I'd I'd have gone, maybe I'd gone from the headquarters all the way to that mission that turn, I use that interrupt after I solve the mission, and then go and do Restore Iron Moon, and it did work, I think, twice that I solved both missions in the same turn. That's huge! It's absolutely huge. And I've played a bunch of guys using energize, you know, maybe a double team as Restore Iron Moon. I got the J out, so everyone's plus one. Attributes are not the issue. Skills usually were the issue. And skills, I think skills being the issue is the easier problem than attributes being the issue. So that was a great deck. And I got second place in a regional with it. Woohoo! And that was my first regional. Woohoo! And I've never performed better in a 2e tournament. Woohoo! So that's great and I was proud because I built the deck it wasn't anything I'd seen before so yeah whatever and then sure enough I take it to another regional Uh, a couple weeks later I made a couple tweaks to it and I got like second to last place in that regional with the same deck so what the heck I don't know that's why I was a little discouraged about my deck building skills after that and I decided that if I'm gonna win tournaments Sure, I can still build decks on my own, but you should really see what's going on with other decks and use that. Either use those decks or build your own. Not build your own, but use those decks or use those as a base for other decks that you're going to play. Fine. So, looking at that regional, what did I learn from there? I learned that given a deck that I've used before, I can be very comfortable with it. I also learned that building, using a deck that I built is a bad idea. Well, maybe it's a bad idea, maybe it's a good idea. But in this case, I lean towards the latter. So in this case, both decks are decks I didn't build. And in this case, the only deck I'm really comfortable with is the relativity one. So maybe that's the way to go. Another tournament I used you know, at Continentals for 2011, I, or 2012, excuse me, I brought a Tongo deck, a Bajoran Tongo DS9 thing that I'd seen someone get second place with at a regional. And my na- in my naivety, it's naivety, na- my naivety, whatever, in my greenness, I was like, oh, it got second place and it's weird. All right, well, I can play it then. Not, oh, it took first place and it's really reliable. I should play that. So... If my goal is truly to win tournaments, then I'm going to want to find a deck that's won. At least tournaments, if not something better, one a regional. So, in this case, I I would be foolish, perhaps, to go... And and my lesson learned there was, you know, I got like less than 8th place, I, I wasn't that great of a deck. It was good. I, I won games I wasn't expecting to win. I think I won against one of the Hoskins. I'm like, wow, I beat a Hoskin. They, they know what they're doing, right? They should. Uh, so I was very excited about that. But at the same time, I lost to a Terok Nor deck, and that really made me angry. Uh, no offense to the player who played it. You're know, you you're great and all, but it was Terak Nor, and I don't consider Terok Nor Tier 1. Perhaps I shouldn't have considered the deck I was playing Tier 1 either, but I don't know. Anyway... So I won, I think, two out of three out of five of my games. One of them was a buy and two of them I won outright. So it wasn't good enough to get me into the top eight, unfortunately, but I had a great time and I learned a lot. So what can I take from that towards this? Don't take a crappy deck. <laughs> Don't take a deck that isn't proven. Um, I was fairly familiar with that deck. I'd played it several times. So the familiarity again is another thing. The other deck that I maybe would consider taking if, if, if a deck that I'm familiar with is an issue, if that's very important, is my Klingon Delta Quadrant deck. I like it because it's got Kolar in it, which gives all my Klingon's attributes plus one at Delta Quadrant missions. Plus it can win two missions. or it can. It's a two mission win deck. However, it relies on Bot Cool Challenge to get to round the corner. And as I've played the deck several times, Each time is a challenge, a different bot-cool challenge, if you will. I'm noticing 40-point missions are on the up-and-up, and and people love the Enterprise-J, and people are using, having three 40-point missions or more for the well-prepared defense dilemma. That's a great dilemma. You you could stop any one guy, and usually you only need to stop the right guy. So I guess I haven't made my mind up yet on whether or not to take the Relativity deck or to take... This Bajoran awesome thing that no one can seem to do any harm against. I guess if I came, if I use the Bajoran deck and came against a kill pile, then that's it. There's really, I mean, it's Bajoran, so I can get back a couple guys using Souls of the Dead or something like that, or using the the Kira that brings back dudes. So, uh, yeah, I could do that. I'm I'm worried actually about facing that uh facing that particular deck. My my dilemma piles are usually stop heavy. So I don't know. <laughs> there is that this is a dilemma. So I guess I'm I'm going to pick one I'm going to pick one by Saturday. But and I'll I'll do a report on how it went probably just to just to extol on this existential dilemma but I think the lessons here are probably pick a deck that you're familiar with that you've played before and just because a deck looks awesome doesn't necessarily mean that you can do well with it maybe that's the lesson I'm gonna learn at the end of this regional we're gonna see and try a lot of decks. Maybe that's another lesson. I'm a little limited in what decks I can choose because I don't play that many different decks. I've played... Let's see, I've played a Cardassian deck. I've played DS9. I've played Earth DS9. I've played a weird TNG deck once that used... I think it was Kirk and an Enterprise to uh, get bonuses from having magic commanders I'm not sure I don't really remember that deck I've used the deep space 9 defiant deck in the gamma quadrant where you have a lot of magic commanders so it's hard for them to get stopped or they can avoid random selections exactly that's what it is so I've used a lot the and then the decks I mentioned before and then the klingon deck I have I guess what's more interesting is what I haven't done um, I've even done mirror starfleet all those decks are eh, really, they, they're they so-so, I, I don't, I haven't gone out and tried playing with the Cruge and the whatever is broken, I haven't actually done the Starfleet deck that does the Delphic Expanse stuff yet, and maybe it's worthwhile to learn these decks and figure out what I want to play for Continentals, because I'm probably going to Gen Con, and I'm assuming that's where Continentals is going to be this year. So, it's fun to build new decks. It's not fun to take those decks and lose with them, and especially lose badly with them. So, is TUI a game where we are stuck playing the best decks? Or can we truly innovate? Is, is Tyler Fools on the right track, innovating this weird deck where no one can get stopped? I, I can't recall ever seeing a deck like that before. Is that innovation? There's so many cards, there must be things no one's thought of yet, of course. And that's why we have people like Michael van Bremen and the guest Tyler Falls in this case. So uh, I, I don't think we're stuck with
1: a lack of innovation.
0: I think we can truly say that there are going to be innovative decks in regional season and that they're going to come out, and maybe they won't win but maybe they'll do well enough to inspire someone to take that deck and make a V2 of it and bring it to a regional and then win with it, or bring it to a tournament and then win with it. So, if we've learned anything, it's that there's still lots of innovation in TUI, and maybe it's best to take a deck you're familiar with. Maybe. Alright, I'm going to stop here before I talk too much and start repeating myself, which I already have. Alright, anyway, wish me luck at the regional, hope to see you all there, and this is Corbin Johnson saying so long, and thanks for all the trek.